honestly. sure yeah there was like definitely some hesitation um that's okay we'll do what we did last time and just put another one mixed in yeah just just doctor it a little bit supplement our highs (laughs) um welcome back to another episode of honestly podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe and once again, we're coming to you from separate places. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this does just, like, I kind of forget at this point what it's like to record together in person. It This, this is, <laughs> let me just say, this is the new normal. Oh, my God. That's really cool. Nobody's ever I'll said that before. I coined that phrase. I don't think people are using it quite enough. No, I've never heard that. That's really, actually, like, such a good way to describe it's this. It's also, wait for it unprecedented oh, times no way wow 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 you should write a think piece i'm going to do a ted talk <laughs> welcome to our ted talk <laughs> i'll never forget that someone just did that and that was our running that was gonna joke. be our bit that was gonna be our <gasps> bit that's fine. It's, fine it's fine um yeah no we are here again recording separately from home <laughs> it's um Still not used to it, but we're thriving. <laughs> yeah, no, we famously are thriving. Um, no, despite the fact that um, some people seem to refuse to believe that we're living in a pandemic right now, mm-hmm. um, that is very much on the forefront of our minds. And every so, second of every goddamn day. We are committed <laughs> to nothing but safety here at Honestly mm-hmm. Pod <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> And we will do everything in our power to keep our employees safe. <laughs> we should put a little thing on the website, like how people have, like, what we're doing to keep you and us safe. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, have no fear, everyone. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you can remain safe. <laughs> yeah. Socially distanced from us. Exactly. No, podcasts are great. They're a great way to fill your time. Um, like nobody's ever like thought about listening to a podcast before. I'm like, they're really cool. You should check them out. Um, Whoever is listening to this is like, you don't say. But you know, it's it's great. You get to listen to some people talking and maybe you feel like they're your friends and maybe it makes you feel a little bit less lonely. Yeah. We're, we're, why did we? I'm so sad. Why did we just like turn into like a weird soft jazz radio station? Oh, no. Why we both lowered our voices and got really soft and your room has the right lighting. Yeah, I have some nice dim mood lighting going so on right now. We're just going to get together and we're going to you know be safe and but but feel like we're all we're all part of something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I think that's that's what makes podcasts so beautiful and so diverse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um that's great uh how are you doing great famously famously yeah famously Mm -hmm. doing terrific Mm -hmm. um 
we're getting close to the holidays to the <laughs> holiday mood I'm, holiday mood that's all <laughs> that is pushing me episode. forward um, that's it yeah no i i understand and barely <laughs> barely barely we made that joke last week also we <laughs> <Just> <laughs> really the same thing. listen um, it's a hard time mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing yeah, our best it is it is a hard time um, and that's okay, you know. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> Let's go back and sink back into the smooth jazz board. It's, uh, it's okay to okay. not be okay. It's okay not to be okay. I just think that's important. I don't think enough people talk about that, that it's it's okay to not be okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. This is the new normal. Yeah. Be kind We're to yourselves. Be together apart. Mm-hmm. Treat but people with kindness. <laughs> indeed that's it that's the one i don't understand has he like trademarked that at this point because i don't understand how like it's just it's just like words (laughs) it's just words harry (laughs) that i it's mind-boggling to me that truly it's become like just something that he said because Uh i was watching snl and timothy chalamet was on Yes. Timothee. Timothee Chalamet. <laughs> was on. And at the end, he was like, they've given me like 30 seconds to speak or whatever. And he's like, and he just says, treat people with kindness. And then he was like, another person coined that phrase, but I'm using it. It was Harry Styles. I just played him like five minutes ago. Ha ha ha. But I was like, he didn't coin that phrase. Treat people with kindness. <laughs> like, that's not something, I mean, like. Isn't that like the golden rule of the Bible? Like treat people unto however you would be treated or something. <laughs> treat people unto how you would want to be. Yeah. I'm you know. Write it down. You know how the Bible's written. Yeah. That's, that's like it. alarming that like we did attend Catholic school like all the way through to high school. And like I can't even quote that properly. No. no. That's I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, Jesus. Um but it's like that's just like something that's been like said forever is just like be nice to people like that's just you learn that in kindergarten like i'm sorry harry you didn't create that my kindergarten teacher did like civilization (laughs) has been around you don't think anyone said treat people with kindness before harry style no i think he was the first person (laughs) to say those words in that order i think he must be he coined the phrase timothy said so it's like um in the the Bo Burnham comedy special where he's like, sometimes I just like to say words that I don't think have ever been said in that order before. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I can contribute something meaningful to the universe. And it's like, I love you, son. I'm proud of you. Um, oh. But like, that's what I think Harry felt like he was doing with, yeah. and like, this is no shade to Harry. We both love him, but yes. um, while we're on the topic of him, actually, people keep putting him in movies and like yeah, I'm I'm unsure about that. I'm gonna be honest, we all saw the Pepsi commercial. We all, we, all, we all did see that. Um, and I just think like again, Harry Styles stands over here. We love, but have we proven that this boy can act? <laughs> I think he looks nice. I think he's yeah. very pretty. He's kind of like a paper doll where mm-hmm. you can like dress him up in any sort of way and he'll sure. still look good. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. People are like, we put him in war clothes and he's in the war. We put him in 70s clothes and he's in the 70s. And it's like, yeah, okay. 
I just like to be fair I didn't see Dunkirk like he could have been doing some really spectacular work yeah. in that and I'll, I'll have no way of knowing I don't no, like war same. films I think they're boring um I find war dull <laughs> personally I find civil unrest really tiring I find it just exhausting it's, I mean as Lauren Lapkus said about MASH just too, too, too brown. brown too dusty, <laughs> too dusty. <laughs> I don't think there's comedy there that's how I feel about war films they're always just so brown it's just like brown or like really green for some reason it's so muddy or yeah like very like cool toned i just i don't know i don't love it the only cool tone films i want to see are like a david fincher film like other than that like i don't know just like boost the contrast and the saturation on that like we're filmmakers (laughs) (laughs) um that's great no but good for good for harry styles i'm glad that he is forging you know a little acting career good for him i just like yeah it's a lot is is he a good actor like have we determined that we'll see with this like feature length (laughs) how that goes feature film because definitely commercials leave a lot to be desired Mm -hmm. pepsi their own fragrance the fragrance you know that whole thing yeah on (laughs) d-day wow like here's the thing like he's a charismatic person He's a cutie. People like him, but like that doesn't necessarily translate to him being able to like carry a film. No, it doesn't. I I don't know if we need it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I just I don't know if that's like what I want to see from him. Like his music videos are always very good, Mm -hmm. but I think that's like the extent of like the acting that I need from him. Yeah, no, you know? I, like, I've been sitting here, like, pining for, like, a Harry no. Styles feature film. No, I'm just like, God, I need him to be in a movie. <laughs> More than anything. I don't but know. But I'm in a movie. I, it's not, I don't, I don't understand, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Perhaps we weren't meant to understand, but, you know, no matter what, we will always be cheering for his success. Yes. So. We love, we stand. We do. <laughs> we are upset about Harry Ween. <laughs> Oh, for multiple God. reasons. The name, the first name, and foremost. First and foremost. Not being able so to go, upsetting. second of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was hurtful. I was reminiscing about that the other day. No, reminiscing is when you think about something fondly. I was um, remembering that the other yeah. day in a negative sense. Because I was like, wow, I remember that was just stripped away from us. Just ripped out from beneath us. Like ripped from today's headlines, you know? <laughs> I do. Um, anyway... <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. Um, I'm okay. It's been a challenging week um, because, as you may know, Jesse from Little Mix is no longer yes. in Little Mix. Yes. Um, and that that was some hard news to grapple with. That's a that takes a toll on a mixologist such as yourself. Such as myself. No, I mean, like, I do like to think that in so many of our listeners' lives, I am the <laughs> the resident mixologist. I think that would be fair to, like, say. I think I that you probably are. I don't think I'm overstating. No, um, I think that's a fact. So for those of you who are not mixologists, such as myself, <laughs> you may have heard me talk about Little Mix, which is a UK-based girl group that came up the same way that One Direction did on X Factor, etc. They got put together um, and they have four members, well, formerly four members, Perry, Jade, Leanne, and Jessie. And um, like a month or two ago, 
they kind of announced that Jesse was going to be taking some time away from the group for personal health reasons. They didn't really specify. And I didn't really want to talk about it then because I'm like, we don't really know we anything. Know. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I think this is why she's like <laughs> gone away for a while. Like, whatever. Um, but she was taking some time away. And so they had the group had done some like performances, just the three of them. And, you know, she had missed out on some things. And then earlier this week, um, Jesse released a statement just confirming basically that she was leaving little mix like for good like her time with them had come to an end and she basically just cited like mental health reasons for why she was leaving which i mean is completely understandable um the just like shit that those girls have to put up with and have put up with for the past nine years and especially like there's like an added layer for her because like anything that I ever saw about her was like how she was like bigger than the rest of them like there was a lot of that Mm -hmm. like she's like not the pretty one like she's slightly chunkier but like not really (laughs) I know like that like I'm like Jessie was kind of always like like I, I love all of them so much but like like she was the one that like maybe I like related to the most because Mm -hmm. she was she was like a little bit like curvier and like clear like she was pretty open about like her like you know body image issues and just like her struggle with all of that and I was like wow it's like refreshing to like see somebody who like kind of looks like me Mm -hmm. like speak about that and obviously like over the years like she's you know, like, lost, like, the baby weight that she had. Yeah, being <laughs> like, a literal teenager. Like, she literally just had, like, you know, like, some baby fat on her. Um, And, I mean, you know, in, like, recent years, like, she has gotten, like, super in shape and fit and, like, whatever. She's gorgeous either way. Um, But, I like, I think despite all of that, like, she's still kind of continued to get, like, that really negative feedback about, like, her body and all of that. And so, anyway, she has left little mix and it's very upsetting but um i mean like i'm glad that she's doing what she needs to do for her own mental health like i'm never gonna like sit there and fault somebody for like doing what they do like need to do to like survive basically it's, it's better for like someone to leave when it's like they're doing well and like happy to be there instead mm-hmm. of like leaving because there's some like tumultuous like relationship going on with bandmates and exactly. stuff and like I think that I think is always kind of what has set Little Mix apart is that like they genuinely all are such good friends I think like I don't think you can fake that like to that extent like I do think that they genuinely like each other um and like I don't think you've seen that in other girl groups like with like Fifth Harmony or something like that like obviously um (laughs) there's a lot there to unpack there were were issues in that group but I think when it comes to Little Mix like they all very much had like each other's backs and they seemed very supportive of one another um so the like group itself they like released a statement saying that they like were wishing Jessie well and like that they were like they were fully supportive of her decision to leave and that the rest of them were still planning on continuing on like as a group with the like the three of them or whatever so i'm i'm happy to hear that they're going to continue on but i mean it's it's, it's sad, sad. Because he's leaving yeah. and like especially because i've like <laughs> they've never toured north america like i've been like a fan of theirs for like since like x factor pretty like, much yeah basically shortly after x factor so like for years and I've like always wanted to see them like on tour because they're so fantastic and like I hope that one day I will but it's just kind of like a bummer that like yeah if, if and when be. I do like Jessie won't be involved so we don't know maybe she will be maybe maybe Who she'll knows? come back after a break 
who knows I mean I just hope that like the taking time away and not being a part of it will be good for her and I hope that like if she needs to get help then she can get help and just not being like in the spotlight all the time I'm sure will be really good for her but yeah that was kind of some some devastating news this week guys and I was seeing on Twitter like all these like UK news I'll say that like tabloids <laughs> were saying like people are upset at her for like ruining their children's Christmas and it's like that's really not on her no. <laughs> like not that's maybe don't maybe talk to your child about how people need breaks I had seen that too and I was just like that is so incredibly just like messed up it's like this poor girl has like decided to step away from something that like clearly she like loves and is passionate about yeah but like at a certain point has decided that she needs to put her mental health and well-being and health and safety above like anything else which is what anybody should do mm-hmm. and like <laughs> for these parents to be like you ruined my child's Christmas is like that's so insensitive it's like how about you sit down and teach your children what like boundaries are and yeah. what it means to like take care of yourself <laughs> And also, like, just, like, coming from, like, our own, like, fangirl era. It never ends. I was gonna say, what era? (laughs) But, like, I just feel like, especially now, with, like, so much access to, like, Twitter and, like, social media of Mm. any kind, like, you have to have conversations with your kids about how, like, these people aren't actually, like, your friends. Like, you don't, you don't know them. Like, for, like, ruining things like you can be sad about people leaving obviously it's like something Mm -hmm. you enjoy but I feel like little little kids who are like into this right now it's like such a like oh she did this to me like it's my (laughs) no exactly like I totally get how that could feel like really personal to like a young child who maybe doesn't like fully understand the scope of these things Mm -hmm. and like of course you're gonna be upset but like yeah like somebody needs to sit down and explain to you like why she's doing what she's doing yeah, it's how it's like it can't ru- don't let it ruin your Christmas because mm-hmm. like you still have all this like back catalog of things to like yeah. she was in every interview every everything. we'll always have Belesny you know <laughs> <laughs> that they can't take away they from us not take that away from us no that's exactly it um it's just like in hindsight when little mix did their live lounge performance whenever that was like back in september maybe it was like a few months ago um like jesse was there she was doing the performance but i remember after the fact she mentioned that she had had like an anxiety attack like right before they were performing and so she ended up like not singing the solo that she was supposed to sing and so I mean like clearly like she's going through it and I mean like fuck like we all are to a certain extent so like I just can't even imagine like just like the baseline anxiety that we're all feeling this year because Mm -hmm. of like the pandemic (laughs) and stuff like that and then you know she's had to deal with like nine years of comments about her body because she's been like a highly publicized person it's like that's obviously going to take a toll on you and so I think like good for her like that must have been such a hard like I just don't think like people are like sensitive enough when they think about like that must have been such a hard hard decision decision that must have been for her to come to for her to be like I have to walk away from this because they're like super popular like Mm -hmm. it's not like they're gonna like fade into like obscurity or anything like that but like they haven't like broken North America which doesn't make sense we've talked about that before like it doesn't make sense at all but like you have to be scared for like does she have enough stuff like saved up to like 
continue to never do this again like if she can't do it anymore like is that I don't know it's just it's a hard decision and people just be like she hates us (laughs) like whatever yeah people have to realize that it's like like as bad as this might sound like it has nothing to do with you like like don't make it about you it's like this is like one person's decision for her own well-being like you can't take that personally can you have feelings about it yeah sure (laughs) you can be sad obviously but like don't like attack her for like doing what she had to do for her mental health it's very weird it's just again it's just kind of that like idea that like celebrities or like like I don't know like girl groups or boy groups or just like people that have like very like say like high energy stands like where it's just like that mentality where it's like you feel like they owe you something yeah and it's like they don't like yes they are entertainers and like their job is to entertain you but that's like it's a job to them and it's like it's not to say that they don't enjoy it they're not passionate about it they don't love it but it's like like you and I have jobs too but you know if it was detrimental to my mental health which (laughs) it might be (laughs) um you know I I would hope that I would walk away at a certain point and like protect myself I mean granted like Jessie's in a much different position she has more money than the average person does presumably but like just people need to take care of themselves that's not it's not her being selfish that's her like do you want her to continue to be part of it and just like literally look like she doesn't want anything to do with it or like not be doing her solos because she is having like anxiety attacks like you want her to be doing what she was doing before and like healthily Mm. and like having fun so I don't know people are weird (laughs) no that's exactly it it's like it's like oh you don't want her to leave but then like what's the alternative like because then if because that's exactly what you said because then if she were to stay and then like and then fans would be all over her because it was like oh well she looks miserable or like she's clearly not having a good time yeah like all of that and it's just like, like she doesn't want to be here look at her face at like time stamp. yeah exactly. she looks just miserable like, yeah. dissecting every interview and like video of them and so it's just like like damned if you do damned if you don't I guess Fair, but like yeah. I'm just like I'm obviously sad like as a fan that she's yeah. leaving but just like as a person who also struggles with like mental health or whatever yeah. like I'm someone just, with empathy <laughs> someone with empathy yeah like I'm happy that she is doing what she needs to do and I hope that you know she can like find some peace and can you know just feel better about things so who knows like maybe down the line she'll take like a year off or whatever and feel better Mm -hmm. and like I don't think it would be a situation where they'd be like no you can't come back to the band like I just feel like it would very much still be okay yeah no exactly like I think at the end of the day like I think they're all friends yeah um and so yeah who knows like just as long as she's taking care of herself that's the most important thing and I think that's like what any like real fan would want for her (laughs) and again any person with empathy like just exactly just have some just have some of that just some some basic just a sprinkle of empathy just a a smidge a kiss um but yeah I mean other than that um I'm okay you know I'm I'm recovering from that news so (laughs) have you been consuming any cult any cult any content Also, it's like your picture is completely frozen. Like, I oh, can no. hear you fine, but your picture is completely frozen. I hope frozen. it's really flattering. Just kidding. It's, I know it's not. Yeah, I'm actually going to take a picture of oh, it good. for you and I'll send <laughs> it to you later. Um, what have I been consuming? What have I been watching? What have I been listening to? Um, 
oh I watched the new that new Christmas movie Happiest Season oh yes with Kristen Stewart Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy mm-hmm. and Victor Garber and Aubrey Plaza and Alison Brie and a bunch of other people who are incredibly <laughs> talented um and like it was cute it was enjoyable I haven't watched it yet but I was seeing a lot of like weird takes like a lot of we'll get into more weird takes later (laughs) but like the internet seems to be full of really hot weird takes (laughs) because like I was seeing people say like oh my god it was like cute and then other people being like this is the worst thing I've ever seen because of this this and this it's like okay so like this was my thing like I had seen the trailer for it whatever like last month and I was like oh that looks really good like the trailer was cut really well and I was like that looks like a cute Christmas movie yeah um and so then we watched it last weekend. And, like, of course, by that point, like, I had seen many a take on Twitter. And so I was kind of like, I don't know what to think. Like, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? It could kind of go either way. And, like, overall, I liked it. I would give it, like, a 7.5 out of 10. I thought it was, like, a solid movie. I would watch it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, like, I get, like, what some people were saying. Like, I think it's great that it was, like, a very, like, lgbtq like i don't know like forward movie i guess like there are a lot of like people in it that are like gay or whatever yeah i think that's great but obviously like no like it's not going to win any awards for like diversity like it was like a cast of like predominantly white people yeah (laughs) so like yeah in terms of like representation like it hits some of the marks but like not all of them so it's like that's that's a whole other thing I'm I'm not the one to speak on diversity and representation necessarily. Um, but then also, like, I do agree with people who were saying that Kristen Stewart should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza in the end. Because... Yeah, that's what I was, I was seeing a lot of that too. And I was like, I mean, it's Aubrey Plaza. I think we should all end up with Aubrey Plaza in the end. That's like the dream. Like, I completely agree with that because um, the girl who plays Kristen Stewart's actual girlfriend in the film What's her name in real life? Mackenzie Davis, I want to say. Mackenzie Davis. I literally, I trust you with every name. I, I take your that. word. She's in She's in the F word with Daniel Radcliffe. I, I like her. Um, Like, she is just, her and her family are just, like, not good. <laughs> oh, they're awful people. They're just, like, and then, of course, at the end, it's, like, there's, like, the big, like, redeeming moment where you're, like, oh, everyone they're is not actually so nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's like these people are just treating Kristen Stewart awfully throughout the entire film. And like, meanwhile, like Aubrey Plaza is there like with open arms. And I'm and like, like mm. isn't it supposed to be like they don't know that that's her girlfriend? Like, that's just like yeah. a friend. Why are okay. you treating her friend so badly? Yeah. Like- so that's like the whole premise of the film is that um, uh, Kristen Stewart's girlfriend invites her home for the holidays, but isn't out to her parents. Yeah. And, like hasn't told them that she's gay. They don't know that she's obviously dating Kristen Stewart and they, oh, you're finally unfrozen. That's fantastic. Um, And like, they don't know that Kristen Stewart's gay either. Um, Although like, really? I know. Just like, yeah, there's a lot of things there. I know that like everyone was, because there's like one scene towards the end where Kristen Stewart looks absolutely gorgeous and like, like a little like suit jacket and like kind of like an unbuttoned shirt. And I was like, really? Like you didn't have an inkling? You didn't think maybe? (laughs) It's like a little sapphic. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so that's, like, the whole premise, and, like, Kristen Stewart, like, goes home with her girlfriend, and then, like, her family is, like, kind of, like, uptight, and, like, her dad's trying to, like, run for mayor or something, and so it's, like, all this okay. stuff about, like, we have, Politics. like, our, our image has to be protected, yeah. and, like, nothing can go wrong, um, 
and you know hijinks ensue or whatever but it's just like um like I don't know I just I felt bad for the Kristen Stewart character throughout so much of it because I'm just like your girlfriend and your family are being awful and then but like Dan Levy what a gem he was like truly one of the highlights of the film like he's so cute little little cherub I love that man he's so cute um so yeah like overall I thought it was like a good enjoyable movie I can obviously see like the critiques that people have of it yeah but I mean there's so many good people in it and like there's some like like very funny moments so and the screenplay was written by um what's her name Mary Holland and Mary Holland who's on comedy bang bang all the time so I was like oh that's what well it better be funny because she's on comedy bang bang yeah no it was yeah I mean like I we love a good like woman-led film like that's fantastic um could it have been more diverse absolutely yeah. <laughs> should they maybe have let Kristen Stewart end up with Aubrey Plaza probably but <laughs> we can just rewrite it in our heads <laughs> that's fine but I think like if anybody hasn't seen it and they're looking for a new Christmas movie to watch this holiday season give it that's a go why not I might watch it tonight <laughs> you should it's on prime so huh. because I thought you had to rent it because I didn't realize yeah. it was streaming anywhere. And so I was like, whatever, like we can rent it from Cineplex or like Apple or whatever. Cause both my mom and I wanted to watch it. Yeah. And then my mom was on prime and she was like, it's here. On here. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? So that's a hot tip in case any of you didn't realize that don't waste the, sorry, not waste. That sounds bad. Don't, <laughs> you don't have to spend like the $5 to yeah. rent it or whatever. It's on prime. If you have that. So <laughs> You know what happens a lot? This is like unrelated and mm. anyone listening doesn't care. But you know what happens mm. all the time that's what? super weird? If I search for a movie on demand on my TV, mm. it will come up always as like to rent. Yeah. But like if I were to like search for it again, I could find it not for it. So it's on there for $4.99 and also for free on demand. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, I don't, and like, here's the thing, like in terms of this movie, it's like, like I was like willing to pay the five or six dollars to rent it, but I'm happy that I was able to watch it for free. You know, like that's, (laughs) I get, yeah. And I realize it's like not for free. Like I pay for a subscription to Prime or whatever, but like, uh, like, it's not an extra cost. (laughs) Exactly. So there was that. The other thing, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, Miss Swift. (laughs) Miss Swift. Um... She decided to release another album mm-hmm. in addition to Miss Folklore. Yes. Um, she released her ninth studio album, which is called Evermore, <laughs> which is like um like a a spiritual sure. sequel, a sister <laughs> album, if you will, to folklore. Um so I've been listening to that a lot. She just was basically like, I just couldn't stop writing songs. <laughs> I was like, same. Must be nice to be <laughs> talented. Too. That's great. I can't even begin to relate to that. No, problem. not even a smidge. Not, not even, even a, a smidge. smidge. Like I couldn't couldn't stop producing amazing creative I material. Just, like, was doing it so constantly that two had to come out that were yeah. like like arguably. two full length yeah. albums. Like yeah. that's great. No, that's brilliant. Um, it's a really strong album. I I don't think anyone is shocked by that at this point folklore is still my number one though yeah like and like I had like I had a feeling like the like the day she announced evermore it was like coming up the next day or whatever and I was like I don't know bitch it's gonna be pretty hard to I top think you folklore. did it yeah right you know I was just like like I was excited at the prospect of another album and especially one that was like gonna be kind of in the same vein as folklore but I was also like you did what you had to do with folklore and I'm just like a little hesitant about like a second album 
Like, it feels, like, too soon. It yeah. feels like maybe if you had, like, waited for the new year and be like, oh, remember folklore? Remember how hard that slapped for all of you? Here's <laughs> another one. Like, that That's maybe exactly would have been and more like, of a journey. I think also because, like, I, like, am still very much listening to folklore. Like, it came out in July, and, like, I really, like, never let up listening to it. Yeah, like, it's been, like, nearly six months, and I've, like, listened to it, like, constantly. Like, I have not stopped listening to it. Like, there was never, like, a period where I was like, oh, I haven't listened to that in a while. Like, no. I still haven't listened. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, now you have two albums to catch up on. I'm too behind to start. It's, like, Game of Thrones. It's just not gonna (laughs) happen now. Um, But... I, I do really like Evermore. I think it's also like a very strong album. I think like I like folklore just a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's a song on Evermore that she does with Haim, which is Nobody No Crime, which I mean like everybody's been like memeing and talking yeah. about. And I like it's basically like an updated version of Goodbye Earl by the Chicks. Yeah. Like it's absolutely stunning. I love a song about killing a man. It's like great. that, Goodbye Earl, That's Church Bells by out. Carrie Underwood. Like I love I love a song about killing a man. Like, mm, it's fantastic. Um, that's probably one of my favorite songs off of the new album because it gets very different from everything else, just like in terms of like the sound of it and stuff like that. So I really like that song. There are like a few on it that are like really yeah. standouts. Are to there me. skips? I, I wouldn't say skips, but there are songs that I'm like less excited about, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, whereas like on folklore, like to me, there are no skips on that album. And it's like, at first with folklore, like there were some songs where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like less excited about this. But like, the more I listened to it, I was like, oh no, like every single one of these is like top notch. (laughs) So maybe with Evermore, it just like will take me a little bit longer to kind of like get to that point. You're still coasting on the high of folklore. I am. And what I've done is I've, like, created a playlist on Spotify with both albums combined into mm-hmm. it so I can just, like, shuffle yeah. through all the songs, which I like. Use them slowly. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, when it first came out, I listened to Evermore, like, just on its own, like, mm-hmm. a few times in a row. And I was like, okay, like, noted. Like, I, I, I get it. Like, I've gotten, like, the vision for it or whatever. But I like listening to it interspersed with folklore because, to me, it's just, like, like, to me, it is almost, like, one big album. So I yeah. kind of like listening to it like that. Um, but, yeah, she's she's been busy. It's, like, really <laughs> it puts me to know. shame. I don't know how she does it. How does she do it? I'm just, like, like I, I can't name you one thing I've accomplished in the past nine months. Like, mm. and that's and that's okay, you surviving. know. Surviving. Surviving. <laughs> that, and that's, like, a, that that's a pretty big one. And, you know, as we've talked about, this year was not a year to, like, try to be Measure productive yourself. or like yeah exactly that's fine but then it's like looking at somebody like taylor swift it's like you recorded two full-length albums you're also re-recording your masters and you did like a full-on like documentary concert yeah. thing <laughs> for disney plus yeah okay <laughs> i i too have been mm-hmm. that this yes yeah mm-hmm. 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 yeah it's a lot she's um she scares me a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I am frightened of her. And, like, of course, like, I'm, like, it's so funny. Like, I've been thinking a lot about Taylor Swift recently because I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. And, like, I, up until this year, probably never would have, like, classified myself as, like, a Taylor Swift fan necessarily. Maybe when 1989 came out, I was, like, pretty into that yeah. album. But 
I was kind of thinking back on it and I'm just like whether I like realized it or not like fully have grown up listening to her music because like she was first like kind of like popping on the scene like when we were like what end of elementary school beginning of high school yeah and so it's like they're like certainly on my mp3 player that's for sure like there are certain songs of hers like stuff like um love story and white horse and you belong with me like that very much is like early high school for me like I like have like very strong memories and then like when red came out I remember my uh, floor mates in university in first year would play that album constantly so I'd hear it through the walls and so songs like we are never getting back together and red and whatever the other like single off of that was I'm completely drawing a blank oh 22 mm. like are so ingrained in my head as like oh that's like a first year university like yeah. m- like sense memory <laughs> And then, like, 1989 came out when I was in third year, and I, like, was obsessed with that album. I thought it was so good. It was, like, the first album of hers that I was, like, oh, I, like, get this. Like, I get it. And then, like, now with, like, folklore and stuff, so I'm just, like, damn, maybe I've been a Swifty longer than I've given (laughs) myself credit for. Maybe full time. (laughs) I love it. Malls from um, Mm -hmm. Mother Mason podcast. She is always tweeting and talking about being a Swifty. Like, that's all, that's part of her brand. I love it. And she was, like, asking people I saw on Twitter. She was like, what's the connection with Elvis? She references Blue Suede Shoes. Also, the hometown where he was born. Like, all Yes, I love it. Well, and it's so So crazy because, like, I guess, like, I I follow, like, a fair amount of Swifties on Twitter. Like, I I never realize until she does something. You're part of the community. (laughs) I'm part of the community. I don't want to take up space in a community that I don't, I'm not a part of, but... But it's like I follow a lot of Swifties on Twitter. And so it's like either I'll see stuff that they're tweeting or just like stuff that they've liked will come yeah. up on my timeline. And it'll be like in one of her music videos, it said Marjorie in the background. And then now she has a song called Marjorie. And it's just and like these people are like finding all these like little like Easter eggs or like connections. And I'm just like, how do you how? First how? of all, how do they find it? Mm-hmm. And then also like how does she write like that? Like, how do you write to make all these little connections? That's very impressive. No, it's incredibly impressive. She's a very scary person. She is. I think I'm she scared. has too much power. <laughs> She's too talented that it frightens me. Yeah, I maybe that was why I was so hesitant about her for so long. I think I was just maybe afraid. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's exactly what it was. I'm just scared of her power, the power that she holds. I'm just a little frightened, and that's okay. Mom, can you pick me up? (laughs) Taylor Swift made another album. (laughs) Um, What have you been consuming? What content? What culture? Oh, wow. So much culture, really. (laughs) Um, New podcast I was listening to. It's not a new podcast, but it's new for me. Let me just pull up the name. Hell yeah. It's called Let's Not Meet. (laughs) love that (laughs) and it's um a horror podcast of course because that's what I do now (laughs) um but it's hosted by this guy named Andrew Tate and he reads like submissions on like reddit Mm. of like weird interactions or like encounters that Mm. people have and like every episode they end every story with like so so and so let's not meet like Uh. that kind of thing or like let's not meet again yeah but there's like so many weird and creepy stories Ooh. on it. And it's like, there's a lot of like people living places, you know, like in your attic, Ooh, those kind of stories. No. Like, 
the reason I started listening to it was because I was listening to My Favorite Murder mm-hmm. and Karen mentioned that she was listening to it and she references like one story and I was like oh no like I have to listen to it right now because that sounds horrifying so basically I'll tell I'll retell it for you okay, here great. on the Thank you. but basically it was like this woman went to like a work conference like every year around the same time stayed in the same room kind mm. of thing so it was like very scheduled yeah and so a time that she would have usually been out of her hotel room she had to go back into it to get something mm. and she went in and the shower was running so she was like oh maybe it's like the maid cleaning the shower and she opens the bathroom and there's just like a woman standing there with like a bag of stuff, like a bag of her clothes and medicines and stuff like that. And she was like, why are you, why are you in my room? And luckily like her coworker came back with her to like yeah. grab the stuff. So there was another person there. And the lady was like, oh, sorry. Like my key worked for this room. I just thought it was my room. Like obvious lies. Yeah. <laughs> and there was um, like a metal baseball bat on the bed that had a flashlight taped to it just like Mm -hmm. on the bed and so the lady like took off but like left that there and like took off with this woman's clothes and medication from the cabinet and stuff like that but she had also found like she was looking around a room to make sure like what was taken she found that her passport like was almost taken like it was not where she had put it so it was like obviously she was taking that and then medicine clothes whatever and so she called the security obviously they called the police to come and investigate but when they were there she noticed that there's like a lot of drywall in the sink and shower god oh god oh god oh god and they they found that behind the mirror when they took the mirror down there was like a hole in the wall and a bed there and a pillow and the flashlight like there was enough room to like stand up and walk through all the all the rooms no behind every wall there was space for a person to just walk and that's why she had the baseball bat with the flashlight as like her her (laughs) way of getting around in there but yeah apparently they had been doing construction and like they didn't close up everything properly so there was enough space for a person to live in the walls isn't that horrible so just like stories like that really fun stuff yeah oh god I mean like I know that you and I have talked about this before but like the idea of like somebody like like the idea of somebody being in a space with me and I don't realize that they're there is one of the scariest things it's the scary it's so and like that's it's top scary thing so there's a lot of that another scary thing is just like people smiling at you in a creepy way or like (laughs) laughing at you in a creepy way that you like don't understand why that's happening like there was one lady who there was like an old man on a bicycle on her street and he was just like looking at her the whole time and like even when he was like pedaling away he was like looking behind her and then he rounded the corner and she could just hear him like maniacally laughing on the corner so she was like out smoking so she's like no I need to like get through this right now and like got into the house shakily because you know when your adrenaline goes and you're like I can't open my door so she got in turned off all the lights and was like laying in her bed and then she could hear the bicycle outside and he was like oh did you go inside like where are you now and still laughing oh my god I hate that I hate that I hate that a lot of stories like that very uncomfortable very scary they're like half an hour how long are they like 25 minutes to a half an hour oh that's good you can get through a lot but I started from the beginning so like looking at the most 
recent episodes are like an hour but I think it's like at the beginning it's like maybe 25 minutes yeah it's always good to have like a short podcast to listen to I feel like it's good because my attention span is not (laughs) the greatest oh baby she's non-existent right now she's not she's gone Um, (laughs) I feel like some days I can get through like a bunch of like hour and a half long podcasts no problem and then some days I can't listen to one for five minutes I'm like no I need to listen to something quicker than this that's not no I feel that I haven't been listening to a ton of podcasts recently. Like, I've been mostly just listening to music. And I think it's just mm-hmm. because, like, my attention span, like, can't oh, handle, no. like, podcasts. Especially, no. like, narrative podcasts right now. Like, no. Like, I'll listen to, like, Keep It or, like, Las Culturistas. That's fine. It's just people talking about, like, yeah. pop culture. It's not like I have to, like, follow along. I feel but, like, like so often now with, like, any true crime podcast or things like that. I'll be listening and then realize that like 40 minutes have gone by and I don't know what they said and then I'll have to like press oh, the back 30 seconds. <laughs> lot of lot of that. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, H3 <laughs> podcast. With oh my Trisha gosh. And Wait, yes, I've been meaning to ask you about this because yes. I for whatever reason, I don't know if it came up on YouTube or I like searched it out, but I saw like in their most recent episode that like she walked out again or something. And so I like started watching this and then I started watching the video and then I was like to be honest, I'm not going to sit here and watch the whole thing. So I was like you I'll just, just ask Zoe. That. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I would recommend on that video skipping to the end. Okay. Um if you thought the last blow up was bad, This has nothing on it. Nothing at all. Um, She, you like literally see something just like snap and her like not be, not be receptive to any sort of communication. Like it's, you see, like it starts off, the whole episode starts off so nice. They're friends. They're happy to be there. Moses leaves to go get a pizza. Yes. Yes. To eat. And he literally walks back and it is like that. They said that. Like, Ethan said that it was, like, the Troy and Abed thing where he, like, walks in and, like, there's, like, fire and he's, like, holding the pizza. Oh like, it was very that. But you, like, see it just. So what happened was since, like, Ela and Moses are siblings, mm-hmm. when, like, Trisha says things that Moses says, it, like, it gets back to, like, her parents. Mm. And the parents are, like, unhappy. And it's, like, causing, like, actual tension between, like, Moses and Ela and their parents. Right, sure. Like, there's, like, a lot of weird family dynamics. Because Trisha will say things like, well, Moses, like, doesn't even like you guys. Like, things like that. Where Ugh. it's, like, maybe he has said that. But, like, don't, you can't don't say repeat that. that to them. <laughs> and things like, oh, like, you're not going to be invited to the wedding. Your, her like Moses's mom is not going to be invited to the wedding stuff like that so like not good things <laughs> bad things that should <laughs> should be kept between you and Moses if he did say that mm. so there's like a lot of that with all the episodes like a lot of things that she sh- shouldn't be sharing <laughs> with them with anyone oh, God. Um, so a lot of that um and they talk about like just like family stuff and it it's always an issue mm-hmm. so sh- they were talking about Ela saying something oh they last episode they were eating powdered donuts sure as you do and trisha had a powder on her lip mm-hmm. and Ela said to ethan after like why didn't you tell her there was powder on her lip like you should have been like get some of that <laughs> because like people were commenting like ew it's on her face no, 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 kind of thing <laughs> of course <laughs> and so 
they brought up Ela, and she's like oh my god we should get Ela on the podcast I think like everyone thinks we hate each other but we don't yeah and Ethan just went don't talk about Ela." and then he was like she doesn't want to be talked about on the podcast anymore and mm. then Trisha got upset because like she wasn't told beforehand to like not talk about the person so oh. she was like well why so she took it as like Ela is too good for them to talk about oh, and gosh. then it just it went so downhill and then she started talking about them as parents and was like well you have a nanny I would never have a nanny you don't love your children kind of thing you saw that because I was like looking through the comments to try and yeah. like piece together what there was happened. no piecing it together I had to watch it today because I was like I don't know what happened and like everyone was like referencing like the nanny comment and I was yeah. like what the hell she was saying that like if you're like you're not a good parent if you don't or aren't raising them like all the time Mm -hmm. and Ethan was like well what do you want me to do like I work and so does Ela like who is supposed to take care of the baby she's like I'm just saying like you should have thought of that before like I would never have a nanny for my kids and he was like okay well then what's the like alternative to that and she wouldn't answer she was just saying like basically saying they were like bad parents for doing that and how she wouldn't trust a stranger with her child and he was like well it's like a nanny like that's her job <laughs> kind of thing like, it's not like a stranger. and she was like well then your mom should be here or Ela's mom should be here taking care of the baby and they're like well <laughs> why not a nanny so oh it's like God. a lot of weird like parenting judgment happening yikes and then she just was cry she just started crying oh my god and was like Ela's too good to talk about she called her the c-word she she called Ethan a cuck. She called like it was just like a lot of a lot of like it was just like violent. Like that's the only way I can describe it was like she was like scream crying, like swearing. And apparently like Ela and the baby were like upstairs, or like the nanny and the baby were upstairs. So like a child was in the house and Wait, she was they like record in their home. Yeah, I <laughs> I always thought it was a studio, yeah, but I think I... it's just like a basement oh. that they've like fit to be a studio. Okay, that's something else to unpack at a later date, I guess. <laughs> like, so she was like screaming, calling Ela a bunch of like horrible names and like Ethan horrible names, and then she just like stormed out and was like, "No, I'm never coming back." And then um, they do another podcast, <laughs> Ethan and Ela, where I guess they talk about their other podcast I sure. don't really know it's like h3 after dark or something right okay yeah so they did that to talk about the Trisha situation mm-hmm. but Trisha was not involved in that so it was just like Ethan and Ela talking about her oh. which when she is in the state that she was in when she left was like maybe not the best the idea best call. Oh. so they were talking about that and one of the like people who works for h3 like summarized what had happened in a way that was like not how trisha saw it happen mm. and so she did what she hasn't done in a, quite a while which is make video after video after video of her crying about oh, something God. so that just it really was really bad and like ethan i don't know like how he has the amount of patience that he has because he didn't say he didn't yell at her back he didn't say anything like he just said I think you should leave now 
and we'll talk later. Like we'll talk about it later. Like it was very nice. And I'm I always don't know amazed when it. people can remain like calm in situations like that. Because right? like if I was being like violently screamed at by somebody, I'd probably start crying or yeah, start yelling cry. back at them. So I, I would I would be crying like a hundred percent and maybe yelling back while crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he would just like very nicely was like, okay, I think you need to like. He told her basically to get out, but yeah. he did it in a nice reason. Like, I think you should go home and leave, and I think we'll talk later about it. Wow. <laughs> and Every she day, back. Trisha wakes up and chooses violence. <laughs> she does. And she was back today. They had another episode posted today. Did they? Yeah, Dr. Drew was on again. Oh, God, this man. <laughs> Which was like... They were laughing about it because it was like the last time they had a blow up, the next episode was Dr. Drew and they just scheduled him at that time for another episode and it just happened to be after another big blow up. But I will say that watching it this time, Dr. Mm -hmm. Drew, um, I felt more like you're not listening to like what actually happen like your two team mm. trisha about it yeah because like yeah trisha has like personality disorders but also there you have to be a little bit more accountable for like what mm-hmm. she's saying like no exactly maybe she can't control like what triggers her or like sets her off mm-hmm. but like you should not get up and call someone the c word with their child literally upstairs like that kind of thing like you need to know that's not okay well and it just kind of seems like clearly like for whatever reason like the dynamic between her and ethan can be kind of volatile yeah like there's something about him that like triggers her whatever it's like maybe this isn't the best like relationship for you to have like yeah as much as like maybe you both enjoy doing the podcast and like clearly like you get the views from it and stuff like that like maybe it's just not the right time to be trying to do this because like if every other episode Trish is gonna blow up and walk out mm, that doesn't seem healthy and like that's the thing it's like the whole premise of it like being called frenemies and stuff is because they have that weird like Mm -hmm. do they like each other like do they actually (laughs) hate each other thing and like I think that's fun when both people are like mentally well Mm -hmm. but like Trisha is not like there's not there's no boundaries there so like when she's like your enemy she literally is your enemy like it's not a fun playful thing and it's like really not it's really not good (laughs) oh my god I'll have to like go and skip skip. it's like right at the end like it goes so well and then it gets to a point you're like oh why is she screaming yeah well because like I was I like I said I started watching it and I don't even know like how far in I got but they were like talking about ordering the treat yeah the thing from (laughs) the triple treat box from pizza and you know everything seemed to be going fine and they were getting along and I was like how does this devolve into her walking out (laughs) it lasts so long before it gets there and then it's bad bad but yeah dr drew this time i was like okay you (laughs) you need to like not (laughs) not be doing that so much and i also like i think it was i think like the first dr drew episode like i really enjoyed watching it Mm -hmm. because i feel like they were like it was good it was like almost like couples therapy like the two of them were like working through it together but i almost feel like at this point it's just like it just feels a little bit like exploitative. I'm just like it is. It's because like, like she is actually mentally ill. Like, like Trisha, like clearly has like issues that she like is working through like privately, like with her own therapist. And so like it just kind of feels like a bit like 
cheesy to like yeah. use that for like clicks or views or whatever. And they did um he was on to, to talk about they did personality tests. Mm. That's what he was on for, but of course the first half of it is them talking about the blow up. Right. But like the reason he was on was to do these tests. So it's like they talk about that for half of it. And it's like Trisha thinks she's right. Dr. Drew thinks Trisha's right. And it's just like not that's not the case. And then they go into personality tests that show that Trisha is a narcissist. She scored <laughs> 30 on the maximum 40 of the narcissist. And Ethan scored seven. So <laughs> like well, that, that, that shows was something. that shows something. So it was like it was very weird. Very, yeah, I think they should not continue. As entertaining as it is, I think it's entertaining for not good reasons. Yeah, and it's like, I, like, I guess for them, like, it just all feels, like, so twisted because it's, like, they're not, like, editing any of this out. It's, like, they're keeping everything in. They're showing these, like, violent blow-ups that are just, like, so, so, like, over the top and so insane basically and it's like they're keeping that all in and it's like I like you're doing that because you know people will watch it and it's like that feels kind of like icky to me because it feels icky because it's like you're literally like as much as she's wrong Mm -hmm. for a lot of things like you there's no denying when you watch especially this one yeah that she's someone having some sort of episode because it's so quick and so little Mm -hmm. that like if you were, like, didn't have any sort of, like, personality disorder or, like, mental illness or anything, if that conversation happened and someone said just, like, oh, don't talk about Eli, you'd be, like, okay. Yeah, exactly. But that, like, she didn't hear it as don't talk about Eli. She heard it as, like, you're trying to embarrass me in mm-hmm. front of all these people. Yeah, she took it as, like, an affront. Yeah. So it's, like, you're you're just, like, posting someone's, like, literal. Like, literal mental, mental breakdown. Yeah, it's it just- a lot. It does just kind of feel like taking advantage, like not in the moment necessarily, because like, again, it sounds like it was just like they were having a very normal conversation and like, for whatever reason, it just like triggered something within her. But it's like after the fact, it feels kind of taking advantage of the situation because it's like you have the power to like post it or not post it or edit it. Like you can just. You could have just cut like when you start talking about parenting right Mm. to the end, you could have cut that off and be like, oh my God, we had technical difficulties. It didn't film the rest of it. Like, we'll do do one another time. And it's like, I, like, I don't know how, like, Trisha feels about all of it. Like, I I guess she's, like, a consenting party or whatever. Like, again, she's somebody who seems to like the attention regardless of whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. But I just... I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> it's it's like what we talk about all the time though with like influencers and like people on YouTube especially. It's just like there's no one around them to be like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea mm-hmm. because their entire circle of people, like family, friends, everything are also people on the internet. Exactly. So there's no like real person who has like any sort of foot in reality to be like, hey, you need to not post your literal mental breakdown online. Yeah, that's that's very that. It's kind of like, it's sad that there's no one in some yeah. of these people's lives that are like rooted in reality in any sort of real way. <laughs> it's like when you think back, like, of course, like everyone laughed at it. It's memes and stuff, whatever. Like the chicken nugget thing. Like I'm a chicken nugget. I'm a chicken nugget. <laughs> that, that whole thing is like sad to look at it because is. it's like, 
you're literally like she got 5150 like she literally was put away against her will in like an institution mm-hmm. because of like sh- going through it yeah and everyone's like <laughs> chicken nugget it's like no one could have told her to like not put that up I maybe know. like your mom her mom is very much around right like I just I do feel badly for some of these people and it's like as like as problematic as Trisha is and like I think like even aside from like her mental health issues it's like she's just a problematic person oh yeah I'm not saying I don't think she's like I don't think she's a good person but I also think that there's more there mm, exactly and so it's like I do feel badly for her to a certain extent because it's like she clearly doesn't have people in her life that are like trying to protect her in that way or trying to be like hey you know what you should not do post Post a video of you saying that you're chicken nugget yeah crying on your kitchen floor maybe we don't need that but do post more of you singing both parts of shallow that is the content that we want from you trish (laughs) hello when i have the hat on i'm the boy and when i don't have i'm the girl i'm the girl dj turn it up i can't hear it in my mic I love it so much. That's oh, what we want from Mr. Chipatus. That's the content we need. That's it. And her eating copious amounts of food. Like, yeah. we'll take that. Give us her We don't singing. need you crying and having Give us down. a mukbang, you know? That's it. <laughs> I just think, like, I, just, I really think she's somebody. And again, like, I don't think, like, this will ever happen. But it's like, I think she's really somebody that would benefit from time offline. Yeah. You know? Like, just... Go to a cabin in the woods for a while and just take some time to recharge. I think it was like when she started dating Moses and was like posting more about that. It it felt kind of hopeful because I was like, he's not involved in like any of this world. He's just a guy who does paintings and thinks he's water. Right. Um, that should have been a red flag. (laughs) He's not gonna ground her in reality. He thinks he's water. In hindsight, that was maybe a mistake to think that. <laughs> that meme where it's like, this guy's eating beans. <laughs> like, this guy thinks he's water. <laughs> oh, God. There's a lot. There's always something there with H3. That's always my culture of the week. <laughs> I love that. You know, you got to have a little high, a little low. Love a good, love a good H3 <laughs> podcast. You got to, you got to um what's going on in the world uh lizzo the lizzo thing the lizzo of it all the lizzo of it all the lizzo of it all that bread opened the door to all the worst takes all at once rapid fire from everyone everywhere oh god it was just like coming (laughs) at you from all different angles it was just like a gangbang of bad takes it was it was oh god and like this is the problem and we talk about this a lot but like this is the problem with like the internet and like twitter specifically is that like there is very little room for nuance it's like people it's no nuance november every goddamn day day out there (laughs) people are just like slanging their hot takes and it's like very little context um and that's seldom any (laughs) seldom any and it's like in certain situations that's fine Mm -hmm. but as you said with the lizzo of it all it was a conversation. I mean, A, it didn't even need to be a conversation. Like, we no. really shouldn't be, like, policing women in this way. No. <laughs> but, no. like, it, of course, turned into a conversation because, God forbid, when, like, a black fat woman does anything, it turns into it a conversation. It has to be a conversation. Um, 
and the, and so people were offering up their takes that nobody asked for and it was just a big old mess much like we do all the time but the oh, problem God. is that we provide nuance we try to we certainly try to um so basically what happened what had happened what had happened was if you haven't seen which i'm sure you have because like we just said it was everywhere every single take all at once <laughs> but basically basically what happened mm. was Lizzo posted pictures and a video i think mm-hmm. of her um talking about doing this like 10 day juice cleanse that her like nutritionist talks about I don't know like I think it's like a celebrity nutritionist like I went to the Twitter and it seems like to have a following of like sure people doing this and so I saw it and I of course like the first like feeling that I had was like disheartened mm. not not mad at Lizzo <laughs> never mad at Lizzo never mad at Lizzo but I sent it I sent it to Logan I was like oh like I this makes me upset mm-hmm and it just like quickly devolved from there. I think everyone had that feeling like of being like, oh, but it was so misplaced mm. so quickly. Like, oh my God. Step before you felt the need to like post something. And I think like that step is important. <laughs> that just like in between you seeing something, having a reaction, and then saying it out loud, I yeah. think that space needs some. <laughs> filters no we need to take some more time in that period of it all just really just think on it for a bit talk it out with a friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you said yesterday journal it just buy a goddamn journal jot some things down like not everything needs to be a tweet you know like no I just there yeah like this is the thing it's like I think for I think like the issue for a lot of people was that seeing I mean like seeing anybody but like especially like somebody who is fat and has been like very like vocal about that I guess in the past it's like seeing anybody like go on like a juice cleanse or a smoothie cleanse like that can be triggering to people because it's like so often that is something that's used as like a get thin quick scheme you know it's like and the (laughs) the use of like that and then a before and after picture especially is like it's jarring to people mm. <laughs> like a lot of that um <laughs> I don't like the reactions were like very interesting because like there was one side of things where it's like oh my god Lizzo's like a traitor she's like leaving us right? oh my god yes there were like some <laughs> insane takes very insane and then there was like there was not a lot of the middle ground <laughs> no I would say virtually none <laughs> none of that and then the other side was like people being like god everyone needs to get over it and I don't think that that is correct either Mm -hmm. I think I think there should be a middle ground I think that's that's where um context and nuance live they (laughs) live in that middle ground and very happily it's a nice little community (laughs) they're often undisturbed that Um, meme of like the futuristic landscape (laughs) where it's like this is the world if people included nuance in anything they said (laughs) like I don't know like this is this is like my take on things is that like obviously like whether Lizzo has like meant to or not people have kind of like put her on this pedestal of like body positivity Mm. and like is that completely fair probably not you know she's just she's a person who's fat she just trying to live her life you know (laughs) 
yeah. and you know god forbid that she's she's just joyful sometimes yeah we're like woo <laughs> and so i think people have put her up on this pedestal whether they should have or not that's a whole other thing but i mean like <laughs> i think the the issue and what everybody seems to be skirting around is that like it is not a lizzo issue it's no. a diet culture issue yeah. <laughs> and it's the problem the thing that makes it sad for people is seeing someone who is like fat and successful and doesn't doesn't separate those two things like personally for themselves promote something whether intentionally promoting it or just talking about it mm-hmm. that is part of diet culture yeah exactly and it's like, like it's yeah it's I yeah I don't know <laughs> like here's the thing like Lizzo is going on like this smoothie cleanse juice cleanse whatever because I guess like she had been like she like fucked her stomach up or something yeah it sounded like she had like food poisoning it was like what I interpreted that Mm -hmm. as (laughs) she had been like eating and drinking a lot of stuff that like wasn't agreeing with her and so she basically just wanted to like detox reset detox coming at you with slivers (laughs) you know um basically just just (laughs) hold it it. x X. (laughs) she just wanted to like reset everything which is like it's it's fine. Like, like this is the thing. Like, do whatever you want with your body. Yeah. Like, follow That's your not heart. That's the issue. Everyone. Choose your own destiny. Ugh, it's just like, uh, like there are so many different facets to this. Facets to this. Um, <laughs> and it's like I get it, and like I understand why there were so many like just insane takes on Twitter because it's like there are a lot of different like. There's a lot going on in this situation. Yeah. And it's, like, I don't think there's, like, one right opinion. I don't think there's one wrong opinion. Like I said, I think there's, like, a really big gray area in the middle that that's probably where it falls into. Like. (laughs) I think the thing is, like, do whatever you want to do with your body. Mm -hmm. That's your choice to do that. There's nothing um, inherently wrong about wanting to, like, eat healthily or, like, eat things. But there's, like, a very stark difference between eating healthily Mm -hmm. and diets like and I don't think people are like understanding that it's like we're not upset or like people are not upset that Lizzo had a smoothie and posted about it like (laughs) that isn't the issue (laughs) that isn't the issue the issue is like cleanse and 10 days of detoxing Mm -hmm. or like doing specific things for 10 days that are like um what's the word that I'm looking for restricting Mm -hmm how you eat or how much you eat or how little you eat mm-hmm. that is part of like a big problem like that's a problem yeah <laughs> with diet culture itself so like I don't know like Lizzo can do whatever she wants if she wants to participate in 10 week 10 week oh my oh god 10, 10 day cleanse mm-hmm. that's absolutely her business it doesn't involve opinion from people like you it shouldn't be like specific to Lizzo But the issue then is that whether or not she intended to be this person or, Mm -hmm. like, the fact is, like, she is on, like, she's an online figure. She's very online. She's very (laughs) online. Incredibly online. (laughs) And, like, what happens is, like, no matter if that was her just, like, posting, like, oh, look what I'm doing. It's a promotion. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what. And, like, that's what's upsetting to me. Yeah. Like, that's my take. Like, I'm not upset with her. I'm upset Mm -hmm. that this happened. Yeah. And I was saying this to Zoe when we were talking about it the other day, but it's like, 
like I'm never gonna sit here and like judge or fault like a marginalized person yeah. for doing something that they feel they need to do in order to yeah. survive and it, like again like I, I I truly just think that Lizzo was doing a cleanse to yeah, like get her body back yeah. on track like I, I really think like that's the main issue but it's like for like other fat people like I'm never I'm not gonna fault them if they are going to diet or if they're going yeah. to like exercise with the sole intention of losing weight yeah, or, they're or not do the whatever they're not the problem it's like yeah. they are just trying to do whatever they can to survive in a society that um favors and values thin bodies yeah like that's that's a diet culture that's a fat phobia issue yeah <sighs> like <laughs> I saw too like a lot again the last time we talked about like weight with like the Anderson Cooper comment I saw a lot of thin people Mm. liking a lot of tweets that really are not their business Mm. (laughs) like I saw a lot of um tweets saying like um fat like Lizzo doesn't owe fat people anything and like a lot of thin people liking that and Mm. it's like "Hmm." okay like first of all I don't think you have like a a horse in this race no but um (laughs) also like I don't think anyone was feeling like Lizzo owed them something I think it was just like a lot it was triggering to people Mm -hmm. I just like obviously like like people like we were saying like people some people put up put her up on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and they're like she is the patron saint of fat women and like (laughs) what she does and says is gospel and we worship at the altar of Lizzo and it's like this is like this is the problem that I have with like putting any sort of celebrity or public figure on a pedestal is that sooner or later they're going to do something that will disappoint you yeah because they're people because they're and they're people. not people you know personally they're human they are going to do things that you might not necessarily agree yeah. with you know and yeah. like I saw I follow this girl on Instagram and I actually sent you the post the other day when all this yeah. is going on her name's Lucy Mountain and she's like like I don't like she's like an influencer but like does like a lot of like like smash diet culture sort of stuff like she's like very actively anti-diet culture and that's like basically what her feed is is like really trying to get people to like overcome that idea Mm -hmm. of like you have to like restrict your food and you have to like work out constantly like she's like a really like positive person to follow and so she posted about it and I really liked what she said um and she said um Accountability is important, particularly when you have a very large platform, but canceling someone for falling victim to a system that is set out to make everybody lose, that is equally as problematic. No one knows what it's like to live in someone's body but their own, and no one owes us anything when it comes to what they do with theirs. We place people on pedestals without remembering that just because we sit them on a seat up high, it doesn't mean they're immune to all the bullshit we get faced with down here. That's not to say we can't question it. It's okay to feel disappointed. It's also okay if you can no longer follow someone's content because it's too triggering. But let's not throw hate onto somebody who is quite clearly struggling. I don't, I don't, maybe I don't know if we like know that Lizzo's yeah, struggling. That I might be like stepping a little bit too cool. far, but we are literally watching diet culture do its thing. There's a very important difference between someone knowingly and repeatedly promoting diet products, for example, the Kardashians, yeah. for financial gain, and someone being held to unrealistic beauty standards, repeatedly experiencing fat phobic comments and threats on a daily basis, and not knowing what else to turn to. And again, I don't, I don't think Lizzo was doing this like as a way to like lose weight like I do just think it was like she was (laughs) cleansing her body yeah but of course people interpret things different ways so I I thought that was like for the most part like a pretty good like 
that was like a good middle ground yeah. on things. Like <laughs> I think that's like a good a good take because it's like nothing is intentional. Nothing is like intentionally like fat phobic or anything like that. No one was like, you need to diet. I'm losing weight. Lizzo never said she was trying to mm-hmm. lose weight. Um but the with anything, it's like there is an impact no matter what. And exactly. I don't think like I don't think she's wrong for posting that at all. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, like we said many times, it's not it's not really our business. No, it's, for, it's not. But the when you have a platform like she does, it becomes people's business mm-hmm. whether or not you intend it to be or not. And then there are impacts like that. It's triggering to see that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. especially before and after pictures. The word cleanse just in general is very like applying morals to like food which is (laughs) that's like that's honestly such a good point and it's like like again like nothing she said was like inherently fat phobic but it's like again like with diet culture and everything it's like all of these things have just like they have like a negative connotation at this point it's Mm -hmm. like oh you're doing a cleanse it's because you're trying to lose weight you're posting before and after picture it's because you think you look better in the after picture than you do in the before picture because you lost weight like and even though that wasn't at all her intention with any of this it's just like an unfortunate byproduct of like diet culture as like a whole or whatever and we saw takes that were interesting comparing like thin people posting food and fat people posting Mm -hmm. food that were confusing to me personally yeah um because like there's not a connection between that like Mm -hmm. lizzo like we talked about this already but like a thin influencer, let's say someone who's on the same level as Lizzo, like mm-hmm. a singer, same level as Lizzo, thin, yeah, posts a picture of her just like double fisting pizzas, like yeah. just going at it. That's going to get like a yes, queen. Oh, my God. Relatable content. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. Love you. Love a girl who can eat. Exactly. That kind of thing. And if she posts her doing a cleanse. The same reaction for both of those pictures are going to be the same. Yeah. Lizzo, on the other hand, if she were to post a picture of her just like going to town on a pizza, Mm -hmm. would get like, ew, you're disgusting. Yeah. How like, this is why you're going to die at like 40, like Mm -hmm. just stuff like that. But then if she posts the cleanse, there's a lot of comments that were positive in there, like proud of you, like keep working at it. Like you got it. And then there's people who are like, hurt by it triggered by it like so those things are not comparable at all no exactly it's like I I don't think you can ever like properly compare the experiences of like a fat woman compared to a thin woman like it they they just don't add up like it's not it's not the same and like there was a lot of like just say what you're actually mad about kind of thing Mm. and it was just like I think people are (laughs) I, I, yeah I mean like, like I, can, I think like people some people were for about. sure like, <laughs> I think that's definitely like I don't know people like there was a lot of takes from like thinner people I think too that were like saying that like the critique of Lizzo was fat phobic and it's like I don't think like fat people being upset about something <laughs> directly coming from another fat person is phobic i think you're confused here's the thing um i don't think that straight people i mean straight people straight sized (laughs) people i guess we'll say (laughs) so straight people don't deserve rights um no i don't think that thin people really need to be commenting on any of this (laughs) 
It's going to get really close to the mic and say, I would agree. <laughs> like, I just think like, it's, it's so funny. Cause like, we, like we were literally talking about this a couple of weeks ago with like the Anderson Cooper thing and, you know, people finding the obese turtle joke funny and stuff. Hilarious. And it's just like, that's a knee slapper for sure. And we were like, <laughs> okay, like just grow up, stop. Like this isn't funny. So it's like, it just feels like thin people are like real quiet when something like that is going on. Mm-hmm. But then like with the Lizzo thing, they were popping up all over the place and they were like, actually, <laughs> let me it's throw like, my two cents in. It's like you're presented with an opportunity to tell a fat person that they're wrong about something that directly relates to them being fat and you're gonna jump at it yeah you're absolutely gonna dive head first into an opinion no one asked you for and that's fine like do what you gotta do but like you are not an authority here no exactly like um not really not really your time or place to be throwing your opinions into the ring but thank you i will have to do a hard pass on it also it doesn't make sense it, no. it doesn't make sense I also like I feel like a really common like take that people were bringing up or like everyone is bringing up like Adele's weight loss yes they were like oh so you're criticizing Lizzo for drinking a smoothie but I didn't see anybody criticizing Adele when she lost weight and I was like what <laughs> like I first of all saw a lot of criticism about Adele like a lot mostly criticism like uh, this is this is what I don't understand. It's like I don't know what what corners of the internet you people are like <laughs> inhabiting most of the time because people always pop up with those kind of takes where they're like, "Well, I've I don't know where this. you were when this was happening," and I was like, "I don't know. I was right here. Like <laughs> I was here, literally talking about it. Like, like I remember, like when Adele lost all the weight and like." you know so many people were praising her and being like oh my god she looks great now and it's like first of all she looked gorgeous before she looks gorgeous now she's just a gorgeous woman like yeah that's like if you son if you're just now suddenly finding Adele attractive like you're fat phobic I don't know what to say (laughs) like she's always looked like that that's fine um but I like I remember like she lost Adele lost all that weight like after her divorce and I remember like a lot of people were kind of like speculating like you know going through something like your divorce something that's kind of traumatic like that can that can trigger dramatic weight yeah. loss and it's like not to say that she again I don't I don't know Adele personally I don't have intimate conversations with her about her weight and her exercise and her diet plan or whatever like I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know how she lost it I I hope she did it health like healthfully whatever but it was like a dramatic weight loss and so it you it does kind of bring into question like were you doing this healthfully you know yeah like- <laughs> or was it just like a life change that you weren't eating the way you probably should have exactly that's the thing like weight loss isn't always healthy weight loss <laughs> like that's I don't know why you guys can't Mm-hmm. also difference between Adele and Lizzo's situation is that Adele was on SNL and was making fat jokes that were fat phobic and that weren't like it was very like haha remember when I used to be fat kind of thing and like there's nothing people, worse than that there's nothing like it's just it's not funny like it's tired it's a tired joke people were upset about it I saw a lot of people being upset about it the difference is like that is intentional like that was like a intentional <laughs> thing that was said for the reason of being fat phobic yeah lizzo was just living her life and people are triggered by it which is normal it's fine that you see a before and after picture and a diet and you're upset like it's fine <laughs> yeah like 
It's a lot. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> God, 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 God. There was just so much discourse about it. And I was like, I really don't think any of this was necessary. No. Like, I know that, like, you and I just spent, like, a lot of time talking about this. But, like, <laughs> that's because, like, we were, like, talking about the discourse, you know? Yeah. It's discourse on the discourse. We're very... That's what we should change the podcast name to. <laughs> discourse about the discourse. <laughs> very much. That's our tagline. It's honestly a podcast discourse about the discourse. Discourse squared. <laughs> That's our spinoff. <laughs> I love that for us. Is there anything else that happened this week? It feels like a blur. God, I know. Like, it's only Wednesday Ugh. at the time, at press time. Um, at press time. Don't but, remind me. Oh, God. No, that I can't think of anything else, you know? I think we covered some really good ground this episode. <laughs> think so? I think so, too. Um. If you want to follow along with us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod or Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Like how I actually did that first this time <laughs> as opposed to just being like, wait, review. Wait. <laughs> um, we also have an email, which is the HonestlyPodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Say hi. What do you? What are your thoughts on these? Give us your discourse. <laughs> Give us your discourse that we can have discourse about next episode. Exactly um i send us your um what's like they there was like no nuance november but then like yes. what's the december one it's like no di- like no discourse december or something yeah. like that send us your like no context takes so we can talk about them yeah and provide context um we also have a website which is the honestly podcast at gmail no nope. <laughs> fuck me <laughs> oh god it's the honestly podcast.wixsite.com slash home don't forget the slash home it will lead you nowhere it will also lead you nowhere if you go to gmail <laughs> unless it is our aforementioned email um we do have merch for perch you can go to the merch tab on our website check it out or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com take a look at what we have we've got Tis lots of cute stuff <laughs> tis the damn season as taylor swift would say um and i don't know get a get something with our faces on it we're cute we're cute little cartoons why would you want adorable thanks julie (laughs) shout out julie design queen truly um truly julie (laughs) (laughs) that's our new brand we're starting it for you um don't forget to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast it would mean a lot to us apple Um, podcast apple podcast spotify (laughs) soundcloud potable (laughs) pocket casts places we're places maybe elsewhere um if you leave us a review email us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some limited edition honestly pod stickers (laughs) they're vintage baby they will never be the same they are famously vintage and i don't think we can stress that enough (laughs) no we certainly can't um 12 days of podmas still going on yeah baby very fun go to twitter instagram and use the hashtag 12 days of podmas and you can see all our little podcast recommendations for this year we've been doing it since we started the podcast so yeah and it's it is our hashtag we started it it. (laughs) you can scroll back all the way to the top we'll be there we are the Um, og (laughs) is that it that's all all right Bye. Bye.